this week's episode, Scalpers Ruin Pokemon. And Nintendo announces the end to online play for the Wii U and 3DS. I'm Anthony. And I'm Barry. And this is episode 118 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast. The weekly podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. So, I know we always start with what we've been playing this week. And I'm guessing you're still playing Starfield. I nearly said Starcraft then. Starfield, uh, yeah? Actually, I have been playing a bit of another game. Go on. Payday 3. Oh, yeah, but it's not retro, is it? <laughs> uh, no, I know. Um, in all fairness, I- I've been playing Castlevania Advance Collection. Okay. So I've been working my way through that. And I have been playing Starfield on my Steam Deck, just dipping in and out of it. I have been doing something to do with Castlevania. I've been watching the li- latest oh. series on Netflix. Oh, right. Have you seen the bring in, I think it's Tomb Raider and Devil May Cry Netflix as well? No. Oh, yeah, so Devil May Cry did. I did see a tease trailer for Devil May Cry. I'm excited to see more about that, but I didn't know about yeah, Tomb Raider. Yeah, I think, I think it's called something like Lara Croft Tomb Raider or something. And I it's an animated series. Like a, um, you know, you have your the tiles for them. I remember it, mm. when you searched for like an anime, it said Tomb Raider unidentified something and it had a blank tile but it had the title of tomb raider in it and i was like what is that well it could have been one of the movies there's been a few no you couldn't select or anything it was just a blank tile as if it was like a holder yeah like placeholder well yeah um that's coming i'm not sure when that is how ever actually one other game i have been playing i managed to sneak probably about half an hour on sonic frontiers Oh, okay. So I've been playing that DLC, but I've not had much time to play it, unfortunately. Oh. See, I, I read about the DLC, so I know what's in it. but I'm not. Oh, I don't know what's in it, so do want... not tell me. No, no, no. Do no, not no. tell me what's in it, because I've, I've, seen... I've only managed about half an hour of it. I'm pretty certain none of the guys sent anything to your work, because like, Alex knew about it, so don't mention it to Barry, because he doesn't know and he doesn't want to know. <laughs> yes, I do not want to know. At yeah. the moment, it doesn't really seem much. I've played as Amy and Knuckles so far. Okay. I have trouble with Amy. She has a triple jump, except the third part of a jump literally just shoots her up like a rocket. <laughs> the amount of times I've gone, oh, I just need that extra bit of distance. I'll press jump one more time to you make this platform and just, yeah, just go way, way, way past where <laughs> I want to land. So, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, unfortunately, I probably won't get to play any more of it until next week. But as uh, one of one of our colleagues says, it is what it is. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, literally. <laughs> right. So anyway, since we're boring and we're still playing the same sort of games at the moment, I thought mix things up a little bit. So I thought we'll go through the game charts, see what's what's hot in 1993. Yes. So as Barry's Loon to. We're going to look at the game charts for this week as well. So it's not just we picked around a week. It's for yes. this week as well. Yeah, or as close as we could get it. Yeah. So this took a lot of time to actually find. As I was briefly mentioning, I had to troll through a a lot of internet archive and old teletext pages to find this. So well, you found it. And I'm not surprised by most, if not all of these. Well... We'll go through it, and I want to see, has things really changed that much in okay. 30 years? So, 
Should we do this like top of the pops? We'll start at 10 and work our way down. Go on. So, number 10, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Now, this isn't bad because this is in October 1993. This is a good year year and a bit, actually, after the game came out. I know, and it's still in the top 10. Other games, you know, Mario Kart and stuff like that. <laughs> well, yes. how long that yes, could run top 10. This, this wasn't the time when you could no. bring out a game and it stays in the top 10 for a decade. <laughs> bloody mario kart 8 um <laughs> but yeah sonic the hedgehog 2 at this point sonic 3 probably wasn't far off i know people were getting their kick for sonic the hedgehog 2 yes. and then when sonic 3 came out it i'm guessing sonic the hedgehog 2 as well is definitely one of the titles that has a very special place in my heart this was the first 16-bit sonic game that i owned Open it. so this was my packing with my sega mega drive 2 when i got it now I was two when that came out, so I would not have been playing it. <laughs> I was playing the hell out of it. Do you want to do next one? Yeah, we'll yeah, do even odds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at number nine, we've got Super Kickoff. Now, this is a one that I'm familiar with. Everything else I am, this is the only one. Where, I'm guessing it's a football game. It is. If I remember right, I think this is the one where when you boot the ball, because it's an overhead view, you see it go... Whoop. All right, and it zooms in and out, you know, to make it look like it's yeah. getting kicked up into the air. I I can't really think of much beyond that. I'll be honest; I get this mixed up with World Cup Tally ninety quite a lot. Now, another one of my favorite games, maybe not on the Mega Drive, although Mega Drive had a brilliant two-player mode for this. Lemmings. What's I've never played it, but oh, I've heard about it a lot it's... and I've seen bits <laughs> of it. So I know it's a funny game and it's a it, game it's that a puzzle, I know I It's a puzzle play. game. Yes. So you have a whole, you might have like 20, 30 lemmings. You've got to guard them from the beginning to the end. Yeah. And there's plenty of things that want to crush, burn, drown, or otherwise eviscerate these little rodents. So you need to survive to get across. Yes, Sorry, you but you can't control them. They will just walk forward. They won't stop until they hit something, and then they'll turn back. So what you'll do is you have jobs. So you might have one that's a blocker that will stop other lemmings passing it. Yeah. Or you might have one that can build a bridge that can dig down or vertic- Sorry, horizontally or even diagonally. And you've got to use them to get to the end. However, that's not what most people did. Most kids, there's a nuke option. <laughs> so if things aren't going well, or you just I a have bit of a seen sadist. the video. I think it was it you show me a video of like someone had I don't know fifty in yeah, the pro- one area and just set them all off to nuke. Probably you just pressed it and little countdown, five seconds, and then they just pop in like a shower of confetti. It looks like just little pixels flying around the screen. The Mega Drive version of this was actually really, really good. I've never played the Super Nintendo version, though, but I played the Amiga version excessively. This and Lemmings 2, The Tribes. Right. At number seven, we've got Micro Machines. Now, we've had a lot of fun <laughs> on the Micro Machines. When I say fun, no, a lot it was of fun. fun. A, lot of was laugh- a lot of laughter. A lot of arguments. A lot of, a lot of Swearing. Laughter, especially to, uh, especially to you, wasn't it? Sorry? 
Do you remember when you was floating across that sponge when you thought Phil <laughs> failed and you, then you floated back and Phil spawned in? Yeah, I managed to make it across onto the sponge and he didn't make it. So we stopped doing it and I went, ha ha. And I'm like, oh shit, we're going back. <laughs> and then he bumped me off the sponge, didn't he? And won the point. Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, nah, Not I, my proudest moment. Yeah, but we were, I was crying laughing. It was, it was very funny. The whole, like, playing the game was just a lot of fun. They're yeah. so hard to control, though. That's, that's the against me. It's, <laughs> like, you turn a little bit and, it will either do a U-turn or just won't turn. Yeah. He cut his no, I, I, I agree with the have a massive amount of oversteer. Oh, they do. The, the problem isn't, oh, I didn't manage to steer enough. It's always, I steered too much. Like a little tap will just completely yeah. turn you around. Now, the next title is Jurassic Park, which is getting a re-release. So yes, we covered is. the Jurassic Park collection a while ago and said, oh, we're getting all the Super Nintendo titles yeah. um, included in this bundle. They've actually announced they are putting the two Mega Drive titles in there, so Jurassic okay. Park and Jurassic Park Rampage Edition. So, again, 30 years later, this game's about to get re-released. Or, sorry, it is available through Limited Run Games, I think it is. Yes. Hashtag not sponsored. But this is because this is what... How many different versions was there? About four. Each console had its own unique version. So there was like a NES, Mass yeah. System, Mega Drive, Mega CD, um, SNES, Game Boy. Yeah, it was just... Each version was slightly different. Yeah. Oh, well, sometimes vastly different. Uh, following next, at number five is Striker. I guess it's another football game. I do not know. I'm... Striker on the Super Nintendo, I do not know what this title is. There you go. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> not much that. If, if I can find out what it is, I'll I'll put if you're watching the video version of this podcast, I maybe might put a screenshot or a little bit of video up. But yeah, moving swiftly on. So Jungle Strike. Now I believe this was the sequel to Desert Strike. Okay. And this was a fun game. As a kid, though, I was very poor at the resource management. So I'd always run out of ammo on this. <laughs> is but, this the one where you're flying up and you have to kind of just, are you flying up the screen as like a helicopter summit? No, you're that, probably thinking of Super fun. Blade or something okay. like this. It's This one, Phil would love it. It is an isometric game. <laughs> oh, okay. And you just fly around, you've got to blow up targets, you land, save um, prisoners of wars, collect ammo and crates. It was a good game, and this series carried on, I think, into the PlayStation era. I think Nuclear Strike was probably one of the last ones. All right. But yeah, definitely definitely a good game. Probably a bit clunky by today's standards, though. Next is one that most people will definitely know, Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah. Street Fighter games, fantastic series, and again, not surprised it'll be in the top 10. Back then. Yes. And this is the one that was released on the Super Nintendo. Hmm. And at number two, another Super Nintendo title with Mario All-Stars. Probably, or possibly I should say, the first true HD remake of any other game. Or HD for the time. <laughs> so this okay. included Super Mario Brothers 1, 2, 3, and the Japanese version of Super Mario Brothers 2, which was renamed The Lost Levels. And if so, you were really lucky, add Super Mario World then? on it. 
we had another All Star. Was it All Stars that was released not long ago as well? 3D All Stars that 3D was. 3D All Stars. That's right. Yes. This, but this had all the NES titles on it, but they yeah. were redone in 16 bit graphics. Uh, okay. So, like, it was a proper remake. And at number one, Mortal Kombat. As if you stole yeah. that from me. Didn't even let me get into that. Oh, sorry, sorry. Jeez. <laughs> I forgot I you were doing even. I was even going to go for like a Mortal Kombat, but no. Yes. Had to swipe in that. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Mortal Kombat, which is kind of ironic because one of the highest um, posting games at the moment is Mortal Kombat 1. Yes. Not to get confused with the first Mortal Kombat. Feel like it's not getting the posting for the right reasons and at places. I know we spoke about it before, and I know. Yeah. It's we mentioned. No, no. It's honestly the reviews are absolutely amazing for it. Even for the Switch. (laughs) Reviews generally for the Switch is it plays well, but that's the only thing it's got going with it. Nasty. Yeah, it just looks really bad. But yeah, it's weird that 30 years removed, we're still seeing a lot of the same titles. Yes. In some cases, like Jurassic Park, the actual same titles. Well, it's just fancy, you know, it shows to you how well the game series have done to be sticking around still. Yeah. You know, and yeah. you just kind of think, after 30 years, these titles are still knocking about. So not these titles, but, you know, titles in the series. Yeah. How much further can they take these? As long as they're doing well, they can keep them going for a long time. Well, yeah, we've got, let's have a quick look in here. So we've got Sonic the Hedgehog 2. We're getting a brand new 2D Sonic game in just over a week. Yeah. Sonic Superstars. We also have a, a new Mario 2D title coming out with yep. Ma- uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Obviously, Mortal Kombat 1 Street, coming out in the Street Fighter 6 hasn't long came out. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 1's not long come out. We're getting Jurassic Park Collection. So half the games on that title were even getting a re-release or a modern version of them. 30 years later. 30 years later yes so this is the uk games chart so this was done by the now defunct elspa and this was the week ended 9th of october 1993 and as anthony keeps liking to say he was only two years old (laughs) (laughs) right well should we say a quick thanks to our patreon subscribers Yes, thank you very much, Short Gizmo and Bobby Socks. Your continued patience is really appreciated. And should we get straight into the news? Yes. So, you missed our last episode where me and Phil were talking about the Sony hack. Yes. Where a relatively new hacking group, I guess you would call them, called Ransomed VC, claimed that they had full and unrestricted access to all of Sony's systems now me and phil we didn't really believe them to be honest and evidently a lot of other people didn't yeah and it seems to be that maybe maybe they're just bluffing very bogus well there's 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 Mm -hmm. been no actual evidence that this happened either and has sony actually made a statement about this only that they're investigating yeah so they the, sorry, the hacking group said that they would release proof that they've uh, managed to gain access to Sony systems, and they released uh, just shy of 6,000 files. Hmm. However, before they actually released these files, a user called Major Nelson 
not that Major Nelson. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Major Nelson? <laughs> yeah. That yeah, he masterminded it. Um, again, called BS. Yeah. And said, it's not the case. Here's a link to, oddly enough, just shy of 6,000 files. Yeah. That's available. And they matched what Ransom VC released as the so-called proof that yeah. they'd managed to gain access to Sony systems. So, on one hand, it looks like maybe they hadn't been hacked by this group. On the other hand, where did these files come from? No, exactly. Well, so It could be some sort of public files to have somewhere. It might not be. No, files. these aren't public files. Are they not? No, so these are files that the public won't get. Um, I think there's included in it, there's an emulator that can actually generate security keys for games. So where did Major Nelson get these from? We don't know. Okay. But he or, he or she claimed this is likely what they're going to release as proof. So okay. they are files that were already out there. Most of the files as well are at least a couple of years old. There's very oh, few. I think there's only like a handful yeah. from the last year or so. Well, like, so it seems like they are quite quite old. So is nothing that could possibly be damaged if this is the case. Which, from yeah. what everyone's saying, it doesn't seem to be true. Yes. Yeah, it sounds like it's a small group that's trying to get a bit of attention. And they've certainly got attention. Um, mean Phil purposely didn't actually name them in the last episode. Yeah. Just so, the, you know, we're, we're not a big, a big podcast or anything, but no. just not to give them any attention. And we still um, don't want to, so not saying it. Well, no, we're we on about. I've said it like twice. Oh, you did. <laughs> Glad you're paying attention well, in class. Right. Well, thankfully, that wasn't a disaster. No. So, crisis averted. However, also, moving on to something that was a disaster. Oh, my days. Yeah. The Pokemon Van Gogh Museum collaboration seemed really, really cool on paper. Not didn't so turn out that way. <laughs> yes. No. So you'd have thought that you could have released a collaboration and but not be too bad. Instead, it was as if it was Black Friday in America. Yes. I don't know. So for those who aren't aware, if you went to the uh, Van Gogh Van Gogh Museum, um, you could get a limited edition Pikachu card, which was a like a replica of the. A replica of the self-portrait in a grey felt hat that Van Gogh do. Yeah. And it's a cute little card. And it I can see why people like want it. it. However, people descended upon the museum like vultures and just cleared them out. So all these kids that were going and wanted yeah. to experience it and wanted to pick up one of these cards, they couldn't. They're all gone. They're sold out. And obviously, As people put them straight days. up on eBay. Yeah, scalpers have obviously just gone. Well, that that's who was in there. It was scalpers obviously rushed in there to grab them, to shove them up online for ridiculous prices. So unless yeah. you want to fork out, you know, some of them were sort of selling for five hundred pounds. Yeah, that's at the height so, they have dropped massively. Yes. So I mean, they're sitting around about hundred pound, aren't they? Yeah, it's still quite a few it's going at about hundred pound at the minute. Price though, and. <sighs> 
again, it's gaming seems to suffer with this massively. Yes. We can't have anything nice. As soon as we do, the scalpers come in and they just ruin it for everyone. Well, I think it's because I think at times it's not someone. Well, yeah, someone's going out of their way, but it's an old person just going like, I can grab them and sell them for a fortune. It's like, well, no, don't think of it that way. Think about like if the kids were there to go experience it, can you imagine taking your kid that day to go to it? Think I'll pick this up and then seeing that and he like, we can't. Some of the some of the videos, I wouldn't even let a kid go in there. They're going to get injured. No. Now, apart from it go on. They were basically fighting for the stuff. They they were, they were shoving each other around. Now, apart from the fact that it's just a moral failing, you know, these are supposed to be Items to celebrate the collaboration and a little keepsake for your experience. It's also a failing on behalf of the organizers. Yeah. Now, they, they should have, have had it so that maybe you can only buy one item. Yes. Or maybe two items, say that that's fair. You know, you want to buy a card and a poster or something. Yeah. They were letting people buy multiple items from what i've heard the there was a two item limit however they were just people were coming up with 50 items and they were just putting through 25 transactions for them see no they should not have been doing that at all it should have been a system where you walked in purchased them and you walked straight out the building and weren't allowed to go back Do you know I mean? yeah purchase two items because you know like this they've ruined it for everyone else um remember mcdonald's when they did pokemon cards for the first time it's a very oh, similar thing yeah, happened exactly very, very similar thing happened and they've had to limit it i saw videos of people on. going and buying like 15 happy meals and literally yeah. going outside and just throwing them in the car park getting the yeah. cards out and throwing the happy meals on the floor it was <laughs> absolutely ridiculous and fortunately they have said they are going to reprint this so yeah. i hope that they reprint so many of these that and they become next to worthless for the yeah, scalpers. Drive the price down. Yeah. Because if they mass do it, a good, I don't know. Well, 10, they already 10, have. As soon as they announced that they were yeah. reprinting them, reissuing them, the prices dropped. Some people, I don't think they were getting it, but some people were asking for like 1500 quid for them. That's ridiculous. But the sales have gone from like some of them at 500 at the peak down to below 100 now. Can you imagine now, I to buy it for five hundred pounds, and then it drop it down. You're like, oh, no, because it's it's still rewarding the scalper. No, no, but that person, no, I mean like that person feeling like, why was I so stupid to do that? Yeah, I know, and like, I know how much of a need do you need to have to be like, I need this card for five hundred pounds. But possibly, possibly the people paying five hundred pounds for it are the people that can afford it. So yeah. it's it's up to them what they want to spend their money on. But it's if doing that, the scalper's like, oh, yeah, you know, I went, I bought this card for however, you know, five pounds or whatever it yeah. might have been, and I sold it for 500. I'm going to keep doing this. So it's rewarding that behavior. We need to stop rewarding that. And I know it's easier said than done, but I've, I'm not 100% sure. I think the museum has actually changed how you get hold of these cards now. So you, okay. I don't think you can just walk in and buy them. 
you need to okay. go in, you get given an activity pack, you have to go around the museum yeah. answering the questions, and when you hand it in at the end, then you can get one of these cards. Because I remember doing that for... Um, I've been to like a couple of Pokemon Go events. Very mm-hmm. similar thing. One was in chester where you had to go down and you had to complete certain things once you go back you get given like a poster and some of the collectibles yes and you had to spend the majority of your day doing it mm. um same thing in manchester at the um traffic center go down fill the tifty pack once it's on i think you got a poster and some stickers some other bits and bobs so yeah you couldn't just go and just grab this poster. and the place actually quite nice the kids have got them in their rooms and i quite like the art style on them so I'd prefer them to do it that way because then it means that someone who actually wants it will yes. put in the effort and are more likely to get it. Scalpers won't be bothered to do that. It's yeah, not if you need to spend an hour going around doing activities yeah. to be able to get one, they're probably still going to be likely to do it. I know if someone said, oh, yeah, if you do something for an hour, well, I'll give you something you can flog for 100 quid. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, go on then. But... At least it stops them just going in and just buying massive amounts of stuff. And and it's a shame because at the end of the day, it's the people who are actually fans of it that are the ones getting harmed the most. I know, personally, if I went and I took Elliot to it and he couldn't get one of these cards to say he'd been or something like that, I'd I'd feel devastated for him. So would I, because you've gone that over there for this special reason to then not yeah. be able to walk away with anything that you wanted to pick up. Well, you know, <laughs> great. You know, uh, yes, we came, we experienced it, but we wanted to take part in this collaboration. It's just been ruined by other people. Yeah. Well, anyone who's interested, so it is in Amsterdam. Um, I do believe you can do um, events at certain pokey centers and okay. you can still get the cards, but you need to do a art class where you draw a Pikachu oh. before you can get the card. That At least that's what I gather from the website. There'll be a, a link to the website so you can go on and confirm it because it, it might change. What if doing and... the art class, it doesn't look like a Pikachu? Because I <laughs> yeah, yeah. following someone's instructions, I would not <laughs> well, draw a Pikachu. I can't draw. No, I, I could probably draw a Pikachu. Oddly, draw, enough, oddly enough, I've got pictures. Elliot's done me right next to me. So should we, should we play a quick round of... Guess the character. Oh, I feel bad if I can't guess it. Yeah, go on. Go on. It, it's fine. If you can't guess it, you've just devastated my child. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So first one. Oh, Sonic. <laughs> A goob- um, Goomba. Yeah. I need to Goomba. And I was like, that's not Goomba. A Goomba. What's a Goomba? <laughs> I don't know. And last one. We'll just do free. See if you can get free for free. Uh, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> it was the it was a proportion I did like second guess. Yes, myself. his proportion was a little bit off. He did do another one though. Um so this one's the mushroom kingdom. Nice. I like how Toad's a big man. Yeah. <laughs> Just his little cute face is like, hello, I'm Toad. Um yeah, so some some pictures. Um, we we had to sort through for all his pictures and they're the ones I kept. Right. So, yeah, may, maybe you need to get at least a 5 out of 10 for your drawing. And if you don't, nah, no Pokemon card for you. Get, <laughs> you obviously weren't paying attention yeah, enough in the get, class. Get better. Get better. <laughs> right. Now, 
I feel like this episode has just been bad news after bad news, to be honest. It has, but in all fairness, this is something that was bound to happen. Yes, because it is Nintendo. Nintendo. So Nintendo has officially announced that they will be discontinuing online play for the Wii U and 3DS as of April 2024. Yeah, so you haven't got much longer if you do like to play online because it's the online Mm. play, the store, everything... Whatsoever. Well, the store's gone. Oh, yeah, sorry. The store's gone. The store's sorry. already Online gone. Going. Yes. Oh, yeah, so this will essentially affect for. all games. There might be a few outliers that use their own servers. Hang on. But... Is this after they got um, Mario Kart working on the Wii U? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after <laughs> when they talk like... like just spent was it like six or nine months or something getting yeah. it sorted? And then they brought it, uh, Splatoon and Mario Kart 8 on the yes. Wii U online playback and now they're going oh yeah now we're getting rid of it yeah it's goodbye but i said that then i said because it had been so long probably any community that was still there for the game is probably gone now so they haven't given an exact date but they have said that they will announce it at later date and at that point that that's it for nintendo's online services with the oh, exception yeah, of the switch, switch they'll it. have closed everything down well, you will still have access to Pokemon Bank and Peggy Transporter. In the Only meantime, for a limited period of time. Yeah, it, they, it will close at some point, but it yes. will take a bit longer. I don't, I don't know. It's... Why close the services down? I don't understand. It, money. It's, it's going to cost know, them money to keep these servers up and people running. People are paying to get online. I mean, I'm guessing not many people are paying for the servers still. Well, don't forget there was no subscription to play online on these systems. Oh, is it not? It's only been Switch. Uh. Yeah, it's only been on the Switch that Nintendo have done it. So they're not getting any money from it at all. Mm. Um, they're not even selling games or DLC or anything like that anymore. So that there is no revenue coming to Nintendo from the Wii U or the 3DS. Or what you're saying, they have, they're not going to revenue you know from people buying the consoles and mario kart so just mario kart 8 by itself surely should be well no because they're not producing that so anyone buying it is now buying it from like ebay or somewhere where nintendo doesn't digitally well no because you can't buy them digitally they got rid of the digital store no no what i'm saying is like people still buying it on the switch side so surely you know they, they've got enough funds to just be like oh, oh yeah yeah but they're, they're not making money from the 3ds no, and the wii u and this is the problem so we talked about it a couple of episodes ago with the new xbox consoles appearing to be digital only yes and chances are sony will probably take a similar sort of route maybe a modular system where you can add a disk drive separately <sighs> I don't know why it doesn't bother we, bother me with music or movies, but it bothers me an awful lot with games. I think the difference is music and movies are linear media. You know, you, yes. you start at the beginning, you listen or watch it through to the end. Yeah. That can be changed from format to format. Video games are very much dependent on the hardware they're released on. You can emulate a lot of them. But the 3DS, it is very... A lot of games depend on not only both screens, but the 3D aspect of the bottom screen. Well, sorry, top screen it was, weren't it? The 3D one. 
no, can't I, emulate I that. I agree with you saying. I completely agree with you saying because, like you said, you know, music and movies. No matter what platform you're, you've got on, you're watching on, it will work the same from a computer to a TV to stream off somewhere. It it will all work the same way. Yeah. Whereas, like you said, games, it's quite often it's, it's specific to that console to that generation and you like you can emulate it but doesn't work as smoothly so having the same consoles whatever still going so you can play it the way it's supposed to be played is a massive benefit so to be taking these down and removing them away it is a massive shame and it's not just that going forward as these files get lost or they might be depending on, say, an online server to either activate or even to play them. Once they're gone, that's it. The games are gone. Here's my it's not like old me. games where we can still play them because we just have, like, an image of the game. Yeah. We quite often need much more, like, a server or other infrastructure that allows you to play, plus the hardware for any it's, sort of, like, gimmicks. It's my question. So, like you said, we, you know, older games get lost you know we lose the ip we lose you know the ability to play it but movies and songs <laughs> they don't ever go they seem to be propping up easily d- yeah so easily I'm, you know so they are so easy access still because i'm certain they have the same issue but nowhere near as no, bad as games no not at all and i feel like it's because they've got a better grasp of maybe the way that they handle look after some of the older movies uh, titles you know, within those genres. So well, they're also why can't game do the same? They're also media that you can convert. Yes. So we can go from MP3 to lossless code. Well, yes. Not MP3 to lossless, but you can go to different file formats. Video, you can go from H two six three to two six four, you know, so you can get better bit rates and that. These are files that can be converted to other file types. Whereas games, games can't. You can't just stuck. download a 3DS ROM and rename it Pokemon.exe and run it on your laptop, for example. You do need an emulator. That doesn't give you the full experience. Quite often you get graphical issues, especially with more complex systems. Yeah. I, I play Sega Saturn games and I still cannot play Sega Saturn games, a console that came out... 25 plus years ago i can't play that on my admittedly many 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 times more powerful pc as well as my sega saturn can play no and i think that's one of the issues that we will have going ahead in the future with you know more older games yeah the more the more uh physical improvements we have to our consoles to our computers well at some point, we will no longer be able to play them on our device and we'll have to use an older console, which you know, obviously they start dying, parts are going, so you have they to do. Frankenstein them to get them working and that sort of thing. And the thing is, a lot of these companies, such as Nintendo, also push back against you modifying your systems. Yes. Well, I, you know, so, if you modify your system, you, they find you get banned. Well, well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as i found out <laughs> I, I was me i was meaning more like back in the day putting mod chips or um yes. jtagging your xbox things like that now i do understand people use that so they don't have to pay for games however 
when it's a decade or so since that system was released, if I buy a game legitimately, I'm going to be buying it secondhand. Yeah. The publisher, Microsoft, the developer, no one is getting any money out of that. So at that point, should we have access to these games? Is it maybe more that there there should be maybe like a stipulation or a clause or something that Tesla says after a game has been released, you know, say ten years down the line, game, you know, it would no longer be sort of protect on this so do you know what i mean they, it just kind of yeah. clause which kind of release it so you can yeah, then get them in something like too. then it's out of that um oh, it should be at 25 years after it's released it should become public domain yes now obviously nintendo's not gonna have that they're gonna go no there's no way we're letting super mario brothers 3 become public domain now I, I don't know. I, I don't know the laws around it or anything like that. And I know they never will. But if they could say, well, that game is public domain, the character isn't, because Nintendo still use that character now. Yeah. However, to download and play that game or put it on a flash cartridge and play it on your original NES or something like that, it's no longer against that's the not against the law. Yeah. You know, the actual game file itself is now public domain. However, there's no reason why Nintendo can't put a new compilation out or re-release it on the virtual arcade, um, anything like that. It would maybe spur them on to be more likely to do it. You know, can you imagine if yes, you know, coming out into the twenty five years, we're like, oh, this this game's about to become public domain. Let's push a game out now quickly to get people buying it, and then it's yeah. less likely people then go back and be like, oh, hang on. We well, can not only that, if you, if you do, and again, I'll, I'll just say Nintendo and I'll say the original NES Mario games. If you do a new re-release of Super Mario All-Stars, yeah, like Super Mario All-Stars 40th Anniversary Edition, say, and you say it's the original games plus the SNES remakes, plus it's got all this behind-the-scenes footage, a bit like the Atari 50th anniversary yes. collection I've got. Make a collection around it. Make it so that it's legal to download the game for personal use. You know, you can't resell it, you can't modify it, you can't mm -hmm. redistribute it. Have something like the Internet Archive or somewhere where you can go and maybe you have to sign up and check the game out so they know who's downloaded i don't know but have access to it but that is only part of the problem so it still wouldn't fix playing them on the original hardware as the hardware gets broken and don't get me wrong i don't think it should be well apart from brazil no one still makes the sega master system for example yeah um i don't think nintendo still need to be making brand new NESs, snares game boys no but game they've and watches. done the right thing in regards to they've released mini consoles which then supports it but then maybe actually put the functions <sighs> so you can upload i mean i know you can but a legal way right. of putting flash you know flashing more games onto it rather than what's yes on there, so you can but, that, but that's the thing you're breaking the law doing that no i know now but if, if they brought out play, a mini console yeah if they brought out a mini console and it had Wi-Fi built in. You could go on and you could, I don't know, maybe buy a game and it downloads it on, or you can rent a game. Or 
you know, if you've got one of these systems and you're a Nintendo Online subscriber, you might be subscribed to Nintendo Online and get access to an additional 50 titles or something. Yeah, I, it but just, it's still it's, it's still only a small portion of the games. So there's a lot of games where the developers are or the publishers are gone, and yes. no one knows who owns the rights, or potentially no one might actually own the rights. So then put it as public domain. Public okay. domain, yeah. yeah. There, there is something called abandonware, but it's not really a an official thing. It's like, yeah. oh no, no one's done anything with this. We'll we'll just call it abandonware. No, no one owns it. So, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is, and I'm sure it's the, the plague that we've had, we've spoke about it time and time again. I think we will do forever. It is, and this is the biggest issue with retro gaming. Well, this and scalpers. Yeah. Oh no, scalpers just gaming in general, <laughs> not just retro. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, it's been less than positive this episode. Although it was nice reminiscing about what we were playing, well, what I was playing 30 years ago. <laughs> I was about to say, um, I, I, I was, uh, you know... As you were just, like, speaking. rolling around the floor, <laughs> drooling everywhere. So not much has changed. True. I... Hopefully next episode's going to be a bit bit more positive than this one. I, let's just see what news comes up. Yes. Right. As always... Everything we've talked about will be available in the show notes. And you can view them at retrogamingdads.co.uk. We've been the Retro Gaming Dads, and we'll see you next week.